Welcome to Let's Talk About It, where we talk about the it's that no one wants to talk about. We are question-based and conversation-driven. Hi, my name is Olegia Nozier. Hi, my name is Paula Camacho. Thanks for hanging out with us two immigrants who have a whole lot to say and a whole lot to learn. Hi, friends. In today's episode, we are joined by Jordan Ilsley, host of the Positive Punch podcast. Through his podcast, Jordan helps others to have a more positive outlook of life and learn how to influence those around them too. We sat down with Jordan to continue our conversation regarding process. During our time with him, we discussed the importance of surrounding yourself not only with people who will accept you as you are, but will also challenge you to become the best version of yourself. We also talked about the significance of embracing your uniqueness, working through failure, and looking at the fundamentals of practicing gratitude while in the midst of what feels like delay. He even proposes a possible sixth pressure of process. Thank you, Jordan, for joining us today. It was nothing short of a pleasure to talk with you. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in for today's episode. My name is Paula. And I'm Alechu. And we are in the process series. And this will be our third episode. Indeed. So you guys know that we love having guests join us on this podcast. And today we are joined by Jordan Ilsley, host of the Positive Punch podcast. We um, went to high school together years ago and recently reconnected. And it was so, so clear that we needed to have him on this episode to join us for a conversation. So today he is here with us. Hello, Jordan. Hello, Alejru, Paula, and to all our listeners. Excited to be a part of this. Yes, so, so excited. Um, we are so, so glad that you are here with us. And usually to begin our episodes, we like to start with a serious question. So are you ready for this question that we're going to start with today? Absolutely. Hit me with it. <laughs> okay, so I have to I have to set this up. So all of a sudden, you have become Aladdin and the genie says that you have three wishes. What do you wish for? But also you can't wish for more wishes. Oh, that was going to be my first response. <laughs> so just three. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, a, that's a big question. My mind goes to a lot of different places. But uh, uh, my first one this is probably going to be a bit cheesy. But I got I to gotta say this. I would wish um, for everyone to love each other. No. For there to be no more hate. Um, and then, uh, my second wish, uh, would, I'd want to provide, be able to provide everybody with a safe place to live. And my third wish, um, would be for everyone and my family, everyone around me to be healthy and, and live a good life. Wow. Bit of a wholesome, wholesome wish, but. That, yeah, I was going to say <laughs> Those are such wholesome wishes. I'm sitting here like, wow, he's just he's thinking about all the others. That's great. Usually people are like, you know, Ferrari, I want a big house, lots of money. And Jordan's thinking about the other people. That's yeah, great. I that's, love that. That's pretty nice. You're thinking a lot about others. And that's, that's probably, a, I would have probably picked stuff for myself first, which is selfish. So it's really nice to hear those. Um, I'm all about sharing, sharing the love, right? Sharing the love with yeah, everybody. Yeah, we need more of that. So, good stuff. We do. Um, but now, Jordan, just tell us a little bit more about who Jordan is. Absolutely. Um, 
Yeah, well, just a little bit about myself. I'm uh, 23 years old. I'm an entrepreneur right now. Um, and really just about myself is uh, I'm all about promoting positivity. Those who know me know about my podcast, A Positive Punch. Uh, I love learning about other people. I love hearing about people's stories. I'm, I'm a huge uh, extrovert. Those uh, those around me know that I'm always always loving being around people. So it's been a, it's been a change really during this pandemic, but doing what I can anyways. Um, and also, I love music. I uh, I love to play music. I play drums myself, and uh, I love yeah sharing music with others, listening to music. I love the outdoors, all kinds of things. Love that. So so cool um, to be. You know what you said about the pandemic and like being an extrovert (laughs) I feel that on so many levels (laughs) now that we're kind of you know it's on and off again with uh being able to see people and so it's like oh you get so in the vibe and like in the routine of okay at least we can meet outside we can walk we can whatever and then it's like oh I have to be in my house again so I love that you're able to still kind of positive things through your podcast and be able to still share and sound like you know you're able to talk to people um even if it's through these kinds of platforms so i often uh wonder what the pandemic would look like if we didn't have technology it's uh it'd be a whole different story that's Mm, for sure so mm -hmm. thankful for opportunities like this uh thankful for you guys too to be able to you know talk and have a conversation like this and share with other people so so cool well we're glad you're here so (laughs) um we will get right into our first uh set of questions for you so as you know paula and i are kind of on um, our series of process and looking at how do we do process well? What does it look like to stay motivated in the middle of waiting and um, these kinds of things? And so we, I guess, want to start out by hearing a little bit about what it has been like for you in terms of, you know, running a podcast in the middle of COVID, in terms of maybe processes that you're working through in your own life. You mentioned that you're an entrepreneur. So we just want to know a little bit more about uh, yeah, what what are some of the processes that you find yourself in the middle of and how are you working through them? Absolutely, yeah. So um, first of all, I love I love your guys' topic about the, the five pressures of process, which I know we'll, we'll probably dive into in a little bit here. Um, but yeah, you know, when it comes to process and, and stuff I've got on the go, uh, obviously the podcast was a huge one for me. And uh, to be honest, that was a, bit, a, a bumpy ride at the start, you know. Um, the idea of a starting a podcast had been on my mind for a long time, and um, it took me a long time to really break out of of that fear of actually doing it um, and putting it out there. You know, when I started, I'm not going to lie, when I talked about the idea of a podcast to people around me, uh, not a lot of people were on board, you know, talking about how, you know, oh, you, you need to know more in order to teach other people about how to be positive. You know, you need to... You should do your research before you go into the podcast industry. So obviously, I had a lot of that on my mind, and and for the longest time, that weighed on me. But uh, but eventually, I just realized that if I wait to be perfect, it's never going to happen. Um, so I took the plunge, and and one thing I share about when I talk about my podcast is, if you have a vision or if you have a dream about doing something, speak it out. You know, talk about it with other people. Because uh, actually how the podcast got started is when I finally had made the decision that I wanted to do the podcast, uh, I started sharing that vision with other people around me. And uh, some of my friends introduced me to this guy out in the States 
through a little junior high reunion we had and him and I were talking and I shared my podcast vision and it ended up, I found out through the conversation with him that he has his own uh, little kind of studio that he works out of in the States and he now does all my editing for the podcast. He helped me with that. So that kind of helped me with, um, I had no idea how technology works, still don't know how technology works, but he helped me with that. And I often think if I wouldn't have had the um, vision and shared that vision with him, I probably don't know where I'd be now with the podcast. So that's kind of the process of that. That is so cool because (laughs) I think a lot of what you said in that resonates with Paula and I in terms of how do we start this when we feel like we don't know enough um, or we aren't connected enough. And I think that we mentioned a little bit about this in the last episode, but the idea of kind of seeing everybody else too that is already further along and thinking, well, I'm definitely not there. So what do I actually have to contribute? And so really getting around people that, you know, speak into that vision, getting around people that are willing to dream with you, are willing to walk with you in that is so important. So I'm really glad that you were able to get you know, somebody to to believe with you and somebody to help you get started. Because I know for Paula and I, if we didn't have each other, it would be a lot harder to go this process by ourselves. Yeah. And I think what you say also resonates with our previous guest, Give. She kind of mentioned something that somebody had said to her of this idea when you do a podcast a lot of the times it's not even for people who you know or it's more so for people who are like out there that you might never meet but they needed that right and like I think a lot of the times when you do this kind of stuff we get so caught up on like maybe the people around us think we're not prepared enough for it and so those ideas that like people have kind of scare us a little bit uh, but it, it's not about perfection, right? It's, it's more about progressing. And like you say, if you wait to be perfect, it will just never happen because we are human beings. And yeah, I, I love that. And, and Elijah, I'll, I'll quickly touch on something you said there that's really key too, is um, you mentioned about surrounding yourself with people who share that belief. And uh, one thing that I realized in my own life when it comes to a lot of different things, you know, business, podcasting, whatever it may be, uh, is that environment is key. You know, our our environmental game plays tribute to our mental game. And one thing I realize is you hear a lot of people when they talk about the idea of having true friends, um, you ask them, you know, what's your idea of a true friend? And a lot of people will say, oh, I think it's someone who accept, accepts me as who I am. And um, while, yes, I do, I do agree with that. You want to be with people who accept you and, and who love you. I think one of the dangers is that a lot of times if people ex- only accept you, they it means they accept you who you are now as opposed to who you can be. And so that's why uh, I, I like to shift it. And instead of saying surround yourself with people who accept you, uh, shift it to surround yourself who people with people who believe in you, who pour that belief on you, believe who you can be, see your vision uh, help be aligned with that vision, help push you to get you to where you want to be. I think that's so key. Uh, and I just wanted to share that. Totally. Thanks for sharing that because you're right. We need to be with people that kind of push us to grow. Um, and this actually sort of reminds me of something that you mentioned in your one of your podcast episodes where you're talking about failing and the idea of kind of flipping the failing perspective of looking at it in terms of like it being the first 
oh, I hope I remember this. The first attempt in learning, I think, is what, okay, <laughs> I think is what you had shared. And also kind of, for me, it connects to this idea of surrounding yourself with people that would help you to grow because then in those places where you're afraid to fail or you're afraid to make a mistake, they're not going to look at those mistakes as, or hopefully aren't going to look at those mistakes as, oh, you terrible person, but are going to actually rally around you and help you see the way in which that could actually be your first attempt in learning at whatever the thing is that you are working on getting to. And so I completely agree with you on the idea of surrounding yourself with people that push you to grow, with people that believe in your potential and are going to actually walk with you to help you get there. Yeah, absolutely. That's key. And the failing forward thing is something uh, I always, always cling on to. Um, you know, I try my best not to be afraid of failing. I just know that with every opportunity I have, uh, failure is an opportunity to grow and learn from it, um, but only if we allow it to be, right? We can't, uh, we can't fail and continuously fail on the same thing over and over and never learn from it because then, that, then that's just a mistake on your own part, right? So every time you fail, just pick yourself up and, and learn from it and move forward from there. Exactly, because then it allows for you to have room to grow, right? And that just goes back to the whole idea of like the people you surround yourself with because when you have a good environment and there's room for failure, then it allows you to grow, like not be afraid, of, even in a friendship, right? Because we make mistakes as friends. We like to believe we are good friends. Uh, but sometimes we do make mistakes. To have that kind of environment that al allowed us to do some grow is, is so important and so crucial in that kind of process. Absolutely. So important to, uh, to embrace failure and surround yourself with people who also embrace failure. And that goes back to, you know, the, the acceptance, you know, people who just accept you for who you are. Uh, if you fail, they'll kind of um, brush it off and, and just accept that, but they won't encourage you to learn from it, right? And so that's why the belief is key. Um, but obviously, you know, I, I also don't want people to mistake me when, when they hear that because um, I also believe you do want people who love who you are. Um, it's just you want to make sure that they, they push you to your potential, like you said, Alejandro. Yeah. Um, and I also think that that kind of segues really nicely into kind of what Paula and I um, talk about in terms of our five pressures of process. One of them is people slash performance and you know having the pressures of thinking oh this is where i should be um, or this is where uh these are what the other people around me are expecting me to be like and kind of feeling the pressure in the middle of while you're trying to grow can be really really difficult and so um, i just think that that really connects really nicely so we also are wondering then jordan are there um any of the five pressures of process that yeah a word that resonates with you and what do you think about those? Yeah, absolutely. Great question. And uh, and again, I, I really loved your guys' idea of the five pressures of process. And um, actually, it's funny, the, the performance and people one is one that resonated with me, as well as the patience. Mm -hmm. um, I'll get into the patience after because I know we're right now we're kind of on the on the topic of people. So it kind of works well. But uh, performance and people is a huge one, I think, that people... Um, really feel the pressure with in, in process because right now, obviously we live in an age of social media, the digital age. And often at times it's easy for us to get caught up in other people's lives um, and see, you know, other people quote unquote progressing faster than you. Um, and therefore it creates this sense of panic, anxiety, whatever it may be that we're not where we're supposed to be. 
And so a lot of the times when I uh, share with people about my story and share with people how to get past that, I talk about competition a lot, but in the sense of competing with yourself. Um, you know, and I once had a mentor talk to me about this uh, in business. He always talked about the idea of competing with yourself and how um, that's ultimately the best way to get to success because nobody else really knows um, your your own de- definition of success, right? Everybody has different definitions of success. So if you're on social media and you're chasing one person's life, it may not be aligned with your with your life and your own visions and values. So you have to be very careful with that and, and not get caught up. Um, but then competing with yourself, why I think that's important, and, and I'll use a, a little sports analogy here because I play a lot of... Um, a lot of disc golf with some of my friends and, and colleagues. And more often than not, when we're playing disc golf, uh, and not to sound braggy or cocky, because I'm going to use this as an example, but uh, a lot of times nobody can beat me. And the reason for that, I believe, is because in the game, they're all trying to, to compete with me, while my only goal is to compete with my best score. And so every time I play, the next game I play, I look back at the score I did before and I'm like, okay, I got to beat my best score. And that's my only focus. Therefore, all the noise of the other people uh, that I'm playing with is blocked out because all I'm focused on is myself. And therefore, I, I get there, right? And so a lot of the times when you're focused on goals, when you're focused on growing, um, you really got to learn on how to block out the noise and focus on what you want to accomplish. You know, if every day you wake up and you tell yourself, I'm going to be better than I was yesterday, right? And that's the only thing you focus on. Uh, I believe that you can grow and, and become the best version of yourself. And ultimately, when you're growing, when you're becoming the best version of yourself, the people around you are going to benefit and the people around you are going to hang on to that and benefit as well. So that's kind of a little bit of how I feel about that. Reminds me of a of a quote that I used to always hear, I think was one of my pastors at church who always kind of talks about like, show me your five closest people and I'll show you who you are. And um, just that idea of, yeah, being surrounded by, by the people, like the people that we are surrounded with, we impact and they impact us. Um, and we become a lot more like them and they become a lot more like us as we spend time together. So you're right in that idea of, you know, what we do um, benefits the people that we are around. And that what came to mind when you were talking about your disc golf example is the idea of focus, right? Like, where is my focus in the middle of my progress? Is it on like the external other people that I'm trying to compete against? Or is it on my personal goal? And it almost in that sense, I think when your focus is shifted, it almost makes the progress sweeter to to yourself because you're like okay i'm not worrying about the numbers that somebody else is making i'm worrying about um did i put one foot in front of the other today did i get to that next place that i'm trying to go which i think is super cool absolutely and and when it comes to focus um there's a story that comes to mind which i've shared in, in previous podcast episodes too but um the story of I was reading about Michael Phelps. Uh, obviously, you know, he's very well known for being an Olympian swimmer. Um, but he talks a lot about his coach. And one thing that his coach always got him to do before before the race was spend time to himself where he envisioned in his mind uh, that he's watching a TV and on that TV has him swimming the perfect race. He pictures himself 
you know, at the very end, crossing that finish line, he pictures the strokes he's making as he's swimming, just pictures everything in perfection. And what's interesting is that his coach never gets him to think about, um, you know, the other people that he's competing with. He never gets him to focus on that. All he wants him to focus on is swimming that perfect race. And, you know, I believe where your focus goes, energy flows, right? And and so that's that's what makes me think of that when you share that. So yeah, that idea of focus is so key, Aledru. Yeah, and you know, like, because sometimes I feel like at the same time, we, we can be our worst enemies. We can have this perception of ourselves that is so wrong and we think people are viewing us a certain way, but like, nobody has really come up to you and say, this is how I think of you. It's more of so that's how we think they think of us, right? So when we don't allow that to lose our focus and the, what what I think of or what it reminded me of you were speaking, when when they do horse racing, they put this stuff on horses and the goal of doing it is so that the horse doesn't focus on what the other horse or where it's going. It's just so they focus on their lane and that allows them to just remain on their own path. And I think that's so important. And so many times we get so distracted by what everybody's posting, like stuff that is going on on social media and we think oh their lives are so much better than mine and the, the reality of this is like social media is so filtered right and it can be can be bad for us because then yeah we make all these ideas that are like oh we're less of or like we're not where we are supposed to be and it can be bad for own growth so then i wonder in those um in that space like you said paula where we can be our own worst enemy um in those moments when we are trying to compete with just ourselves and fall into the trap of, or maybe not trap, fall into the very human hole of I'm not good enough or fall into the very human hole of I don't feel that I can make this um, the way that I think I should be able to make it. Um, that can hinder us from even trying in a lot of the time. And I know for myself, that insecurity of, oh, if I do this and it's not the way, it's not that perfect lap that I envisioned, it's not that perfect paragraph that I wanted to write, then I'm like, well, then what's the point? So then I'm wondering for, for you, Jordan, and maybe even Paula and I can speak to this after you, is how have you kind of come to an understanding of, um, yeah, of allowing yourself to work through those, those you know, worries that might come up, those insecurities that might come up? in the middle of trying to compete against yourself, in a sense. Absolutely. That's a, that's a great question, Elay Drew. And, and again, Paula, thank you for sharing the, the horse story. I really like that. And um, I may I may use that in futures, but I'll, I'll definitely give you give you some credit there. But uh, Go for it. <laughs> but no, um, you know, Elay Drew, with that question, really two things uh, come to mind. Uh, the first thing is, you know, there's a quote I read in a book uh, it's called Psycho-Cybernetics. It's a bit of more of a heavy, heavy psychology book, but it's all about the mind and, and just how to understand your uniqueness, how to visualize and, and get to where you want to be. Um, but there's a quote that I absolutely love, and it's, um, you are not better than anybody, nor are you worse than anybody. You are just you. Uh, you're unique in your own way. You're unique in your own talents. And you're unique in your own personality. There's nobody else on the planet like you. And that's one of my favorite quotes because not only does it, it keeps you humble, right? Because you obviously don't want to think that there's anybody out there better than you. And you also don't want to think that there's anybody worse than you, 
right? So it really keeps you grounded because one of the things is our ego gets in the way, right? A lot of times when we think that we're better than other people, right? We have to be very careful when we compare um, to that. And that's why I always talk about competing with yourself because you never want to think that you're better than another person. But on the other end, ego also gets in the way when it makes us think that we're worse than another person, right? Because then that shows that we're insecure about ourselves. And a lot of the times that insecurity then creates this mask where we try to pretend to be someone we're not. So be very careful with that. And and ways I go about that is just, I take a lot of time to reflect. Um, you know, I take a lot of time to reflect throughout my days and understand um, myself and when my ego gets in the way. It looks a lot for a, diff, a lot of different people. You know, that, that moment of reflection can be, you know, for myself, it's a lot of journaling. For other people I know, it's taken maybe that time to meditate. Um, you know, like pray or, or just take that time to breathe, control yourself, be in the moment. But I know gratitude is a huge thing as well. A way to keep yourself grounded and, and not compare yourselves to others, not get caught up in um, thinking that you're not enough is taking some time to reflect and be grateful for, for what's around you, for your own talents. You know, start to be grateful for what uh, you've been given. I know I'm a man of faith, so I always am writing down things that I'm grateful that God has given me, my God-given talents. And that helps me stay humble. That helps me stay and embrace my uniqueness and be my authentic self. And um, I had another thing in, in my mind and it completely went blank. So I'll leave it at that. And if it comes back, we'll, we'll go back to it. But it, it, yeah, a lot of it is just um, understanding your uniqueness and and staying on track for that and, and being grateful. Uh, I'm a huge believer that gratitude is everything, you know, and, and I'm just constantly in a state of gratitude. Gratitude is a totally powerful thing to practice. And it's it's really interesting because I think when I was a kid and people were like, oh, just be grateful. <laughs> I was kind of like, but I'm not. Like, <laughs> I don't know why you're telling me to just be grateful when I'm upset about this thing that is happening in front of me right now. And so the idea of even if it's sitting down and taking out a notebook and writing it out, um, the active... Uh, practice of being grateful is looking for things to be grateful for and it's not saying that you have to be grateful for everything you know bad stuff does happen we live in a world where bad things happen and it's not healthy nor productive to be thankful for bad things that happen yes it's important to process them yes you can maybe in some situations find something that is that glimmer of hope um, find something that is that piece of, of beauty that you can hold on to whether it's a lesson whether it's i don't know like whether it's something else that comes from there but um in looking for other things to be grateful for as we focus on it again that idea of focus as we focus on that thing that we are trying to be grateful for it kind of magnifies its presence in in the situation that we find ourselves in and can in many times help us to gain perspective on on where we are and so but yes it is something that is an active choice in a lot of times and as a kid i was just like oh i don't i just i don't get it <laughs> and the thing about that is that in the moment you may not feel grateful and that's fine but um what Jordan say about how he journals, that's something I do too. And I, I chose to do it this year. I'm like, I'm going to write at least one little thing that happened throughout the day so that I can look back. And even it's like, oh, and this day, it wasn't a good day, but like, you know, we made it through. 
Uh, so like you, yeah, like you don't have to be grateful about it in the moment, but like to be able to reflect on it allows you to see that there has been a sort of progress on, you know, like that day was horrible, but <laughs> I made it. <laughs> so like that idea of journaling and, and being able to reflect allows you to, to do that, to be grateful later on. Yeah. You know, gratitude is really everything in it. And I'll share a little bit about, um, about that too, but I want to share one thing to you, and, and you, um, you know, you and Paula both have kind of already mentioned this, uh, the idea of embracing how you're feeling and working through that, you know, um, a lot of the times when it comes to my, my podcast, the positive punch, lots of people, you know, will, will think that I'm just positive about everything that I never have bad days that, or maybe that I block out negativity and suppress it and replace it with positivity. But the reality is that that's in no way true. Uh, I'm a firm believer that there's no such thing as wrong feelings. Like, you know, um, sadness, anger, resentment. I don't believe those are wrong feelings. What I believe is that there's wrong actions. And that's actually a quote from one of my uh, favorite philosophers, Alan Watts. He talks a lot about that, the idea of wrong actions. So when I'm feeling sad or when I'm feeling angry, uh, I do my best. And obviously I slip up too, right? I'm human. Um, but I take moments to reflect on why I'm feeling that way and look for how I can turn it around to be more positive. Look for how I can turn it around to find opportunity out of this. Look for th- to how I can find ways to be grateful for these moments. So it is in no way suppressing negative feelings or no way blocking out negativity or, or ignoring the fact that it's, it's not there. It's just how can I shift my perspective to um, look at how this, this will work out for me. Um, so that's what I wanted to share in that, you know, just, just uh, the idea of, the, you know, your, your feelings aren't wrong. Embrace them, but be careful of how your actions are and how you react to those feelings. I think that is so key. Um, and the other thing when it comes to gratitude, and, and this is an exercise that some people find um, odd that that uh, I do this. And, and when I started doing this, it was a very odd feeling, but it's actually been very cool how this affects my mind. So whenever I'm feeling like I don't have anything to be grateful for, I'll switch it around and I'll start writing down things that I'm grateful for in the future that I may not have now, but I know that I could potentially have. So whether it be, I'll, I'll write down, I'll say, hey, you know what, I'm grateful that I have an amazing wife that loves me. I have amazing kids that are working towards, you know, being great little individuals. Um, I'll say, you know, I'm, I'm grateful that I have an amazing home, different things like that. You know, I'll just write down what I'm grateful for, even if it's something to do with my podcast. On days where I'm worried about my, my podcast or what I'm going to share, I'll say, hey, you know what, I'm grateful that I've started a podcast that has reached out to thousands of individuals, you know, and and I'll work at just being grateful for the future because that will help me get out of the the feeling I'm in now. And it reminds me that, hey, you know what, I'm going through a bad time now, but think of what is going to happen in the future if I can just get through this moment that I'm in now. So that's that's a little exercise I do. Wow, wow, wow. I'm like inspired. (laughs) I'm like, I'm going to start doing that. (laughs) That's incredible because yeah, you know, it, it brings you again into a different headspace of just, okay, let me dream. Like, let me think about where I want to be. Um, let me be grateful for the little that I 
uh, that I have now so that I can get to where I'm trying to get to. That idea of kind of envisioning, you know, oh, I'm grateful that in the future I will be in this place doing this thing. I just like get happy thinking about the process of doing that. (laughs) And, you know, while, you know, process is kind of the buzzword in this series right now, but it just got me thinking about how it's almost like engaging yourself in a fulfilling process when you find yourself in one that is draining and how they can kind of coincide with each other side by side as you are trying to push through them as you are trying to have patience in the place that you are in and I think that's just such a beautiful act to participate in. Leisure, you're sneaky there. I see how you uh, turn that around to bring in the the topic of patience. That was smooth. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Called straight out. <laughs> but no, you're so right, and and that's um, that is a good transition into patience because that's another thing that that could be, like you said before, maybe a trap that people could get caught into. Um, I don't like to think of it as traps, but yet some people, you know, could get caught into something like that where as maybe they're envisioning the future, um, they start to feel a sense of worry. You know, what if that, you know, doesn't happen or how come that hasn't happened yet? And so when it comes to patience, why um, why this resonated with me? And I'm actually going to share in, in your podcast episode, you shared the definition of patience and I got chills when you read it. And I'm going to read it again because I, I wrote it down after I listened to the episode. But um, patience is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. So two things, that relates to what we were talking about with failure. Um, being able to accept trouble and suffering um, is is embracing failure, right? Without getting upset or angry, just accepting it as it is and understanding and learning from that. So we kind of already, you know, talked about that. But accepting and tolerating delay that is um, that is one that I, I really clung on to when you said that because delayed gratification is what I'm going to talk about today and what I feel is something that our society is now struggling with. Um, and and in, I'm not, you know, saying it's a bad thing that we've come to, to struggling with this because uh, I find we, we've embraced technology and people are still learning how to deal with it. You know, social media has become an, it, it's relatively new. I mean, it started, you know, give or take 10, 10 12 years ago when it really took off. Um, but we're still figuring out our place with technology. So uh, it's not bad that we, we have gotten into this mode of uh, still figuring out how to deal with it. But I'm just realizing how many people are suffering with not ex- accepting delayed gratification. We live in an age where everything is instant now. You know, I could go online right now and and research different things that I need to know now. I could go and if I wanted to buy something, I could go on Amazon, buy it. It'd be on my door instantly, right? And and so people have lost um, the idea of patience in a way, right? And so I talk about this a lot in, in my business, in my own personal life, the idea of embracing delayed gratification, challenging yourself because... Um, here's what I know about gratification, chasing, uh, I'm going to use a quote here. I heard from a podcast and, and, and I'm going to change it into what I got out of it. But what I see a lot of times these days is people chasing gratification rather than chasing happiness. You see, gratification 
in simple terms is something that feels good now but has um, effects later on. Chasing happiness is something that may feel painful now but will have positive effects later on. So for example, you look at, um, let's say even something as simple as eating junk food. Eating junk food tastes so good now, right? You love that feeling, but if you keep doing it later on, it's going to have effects, right, on your on your health. Whereas eating healthy now, it may be more more you know harder to eat those vegetables rather than the chips, right, in front of you. But the lasting effects are going to be better. Um, same thing with my business. You know, a lot of people um, they talked about me being young and the idea of going into business for myself giving up that stability of a paycheck, um, it, it, it was hard in the moment, right? It was a hard decision because, uh, you know, there was lack of, there was a lot of uncertainty in where this could take me. But I look now, two years later, I'm seeing the effects of my personal growth of, of what that decision I made, right? So that's where it comes into really asking yourself and, and questioning on the decisions you're making and whether or not it's, it's going to affect uh, have a positive effect on you later on or a negative effect and um, you know I learned a lot too about the idea of willpower uh, giving into distractions and what's interesting is I read a book called uh, the, the book was called Deep Work by Cal Newport and he talks about willpower and he mentions that um, we actually have an, a finite amount of willpower and it's almost like um, like a battery, the more and more you use it, the more and more it gets depleted and eventually dies. So the more and more you give into temptations, give into that instant gratification, as life goes on, you're going to lose the ability to uh, make good, good quality decisions because you've used up your willpower. So how to get around that is then make decisions that actually challenge you now in the moment uh, to build up that willpower again, to challenge yourself so that later on you can make better decisions for yourself. So there's a video on my Instagram, and this is something silly I did just to kind of talk about that. But um, I, uh, my parents live up here in the mountains in Camor, Alberta. And so there was one day I was like, you know what, I'm going to make a decision to really challenge myself. And I went up to um, this, to almost the top of a mountain there, and I found this lake. And obviously it's, it's freezing cold, it's ice glacier water. And uh, I got down into my swimsuit and I submerged myself in that ice water for a good two, three minutes. And my body hated myself the second I stepped in there. But as I went on, you know, I started to realize it was challenging myself and I felt good after I came out of it. Um, but little things like that, I mean, obviously I'm not suggesting everyone go jump in ice cold water, but, uh, but do things that challenge yourself. You know, you hear a lot of successful people out there um, they challenge themselves. They get up early to work out. They push themselves early in the mornings when a time when most people would be sleeping. You know, there's a guy I love called, his name's Wim Hof, and he does a lot of breathing techniques and he challenges himself by embracing cold and embracing cold showers, ice baths, because they know that the more you do things that challenge your willpower, the more you're going to see the long lasting effects later on. So that's kind of what I wanted to share in, in regards to that. I know I'm a bit long winded and and it's a lot of heavy stuff, but uh, that's just kind of what I wanted to share. Not at all. This is great stuff. Um, first of all, wow for jumping into the ice cold water because you're trying to exercise 
doing things that challenge you. I think that's amazing. Uh, I'm not there yet, but woohoo to you. That's awesome. Uh, but I just really like that idea. I've never heard about that, you know, that idea of willpower almost as a battery and, you know, not use it, like not exercising, not charging it up, not using it means that you're not going to be as good at using it. And yeah, that really, that really is a great thought to me. I'm going to be thinking a lot about that as we kind of go on. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, you know, when it comes to that, obviously it, um, for a person who, who maybe has bad habits and, and is having troubles slipping out of that, um, you know, let's say the eating habits, even, uh, to challenge yourself that way, it's kind of like out of sight, out of mind, you know, get rid of the temptations, keep them out of sight, uh, so that you can challenge yourself more. Like even if it's, you know, stuff with, um, you know, eating habits, a lot of times I'll, I won't even buy chips or buy um, unhealthy foods so that in my environment and home, I don't have those temptations. They're not around me. And therefore I can easier, easily, more easily challenge myself that way. So um, whatever it is, find ways to keep those temptations out of sight, right? Challenge yourself more that way, whether it be, you know, if you have a trouble with online shopping, um, if that's a bad habit of yours, one thing is maybe, uh, find a way to block the websites from your computer. Um, other things are like, you know, I used to struggle all the time with when I was out and about driving, I'd always be tempted to stop and get a coffee. Sometimes I still struggle with that. But one thing that I do to change that is I'll make coffee at home and have little travel mugs, keep them in my car all the time so that when I'm out driving, I don't have the temptation to go get a coffee because maybe I already have one. And that kind of helps with financial struggles, right? Financial habits. So different things like that. Lots of little pieces of wisdom today. I'm so here for it. I should be taking yeah. notes. Y'all listening, take notes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but like all of that is great. But a lot of it takes like knowing yourself, right? And it's not easy because, and I said in the past, we, we like to believe that we're, we're great people and it's not our fault and we're not in the wrong. But uh, to come to recognize all of these things and how to work them, you first have to get to know yourself. And that's that's not a fun thing to do sometimes. Um, but then, uh, Jordan, since we were talking uh, about the five pressures of process, we wanted to ask you, is there any, maybe a sixth one that you will suggest for us to add there for our listeners? A sixth? A sixth one? Oh, man, that's... um. You know, for myself, I, um, I I don't know. I don't necessarily know if I'd add it at a six one. Um, I'd have to think more deeply on that. But really, I find the five ones that you guys covered. You know, patience, performance, and people, priority, progress. Progress is a huge one, uh, and prize. Those really cover all the main bases that are on my mind. Um, you know, I I think I think that really does cover it. Yeah, I I think those those really are perfect in in my opinion. Um, they really do cover everything that could go on in a person's mind. Ooh, you're making us feel real good about ourselves right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Because <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> we're like, oh, there's got to be more. Like, how do we... Yeah, so that's that's mm -hmm. great. Um, we did there. Yeah, when they came out, we were just like, wow, this is, this is awesome. So also as we kind of move into the closing of the episode today, we normally like to end with allowing our guests to have a last minute moment. And there has been so many wonderful things that you have 
shared with us today really really great insights that i think are very applicable and so we're wondering is there anything else that you would like to leave our listeners with as they kind of go away from this uh, episode and think about the things that we've shared today absolutely uh, and as I as I think about that, actually, um, as we have like kind of closing closing remarks here, uh, my mind does actually now come to think of it. And I still am going to give you guys a plug and say that these five pressures of process are incredible. But if I had to say that there is a sixth one, um, I would say present. Um, and I'm going to leave everyone with kind of a closing remark in regards to that is always be present in the moment you're in. You know, um, yes. What I mentioned about being grateful for the future, that helps you in the moment that you're in to get out of that. But one thing you know to be careful of is, is don't worry about what the future is going to hold, but also don't hold on to your past. You know, you, you mentioned, Paula, about um, when I talked about the willpower and everything like that, how um, it can be easy to get caught up beating ourselves up for some of the mistakes or the habits that we're in. Mm-hmm. And um, when I talk about presence and being present in the moment, it's understanding that we have to take response. Yes, we have to take responsibility for everything that we've done in the past. But when you take responsibility for your actions and your habits, uh, it now means that you're in control. Because if you're responsible for what's happened in the past, that means now that now you're responsible for what's going to happen. And so when you're in in being present in the moment, uh, ask yourself, what can I do in this moment to create a new future for my life? Uh, what can I do today to create you know, a new lifestyle and get out of these bad habits? And um, I want to leave with that because I think that's so important. It's easy to get caught up in the noise like we've talked about in the past. Uh, in the past of this episode, it's easy to get caught up in the noise around us. But just remember that every day is a new chance for you to create your destiny. And also remember that you are unique. I truly believe that everybody has potential to make a difference in this world if we really truly uh, act on it. And, uh, and I'll say this, Aledru, Paula, I truly believe you guys are acting on that potential. Uh, what you guys are doing with this podcast series has been nothing short of amazing. And, uh, and I know this is just the beginning for you guys. I know that there's so much more to come. And I really do truly appreciate you allowing me to be a part of this journey. And I really do look forward to seeing where it's going for you guys. And uh, and again, for you guys listening out there, make sure to go and share what Aledra and Paula are doing, right? Share it with your friends, share it with everybody around you. Uh, because I truly believe that we can't have healthy communities until we first have healthy individuals. And what we're talking about is helping create those healthy individuals and, uh, I just believe that this is stuff that needs to be shared. So again, thank you so much, guys, for letting me be on here. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll end with that. Thank you. So we can't allow you to plug us on our own podcast and not also plug you. So could yeah. you please tell um, all of our listeners how they can find you on social media, get in contact with you, how they can, where they can find your podcast, um, because they definitely need to take some time and go uh, listen to all the wonderful things you're doing over there as well. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So you can find uh, myself on Instagram at the Positive Punch page. A lot of alliteration going on there, but uh, no, I, on my Instagram, you know, one thing I encourage is I would love people to reach out to me, send me messages of what they'd love for me to talk about, 
Uh, and as well, one thing that I'm doing is, you know, anybody who has stories that maybe they want to share about themselves, uh, feel free to let me know and I'd be happy to interview people. You know, I, I believe everybody has a story and everybody's voice deserves to be heard. So please reach out to me on there. Uh, and as for the podcast, uh, I am on all streaming platforms. So whatever, you know, platform you're using, whatever device you're using, you can hear my lovely voice. So that's, uh, yeah, that's where you guys can find me. Woo, awesome. Guys, go check them out. Thank you again, Jordan, for, for joining us. Yeah. Thank you, listeners, for taking the time to sit with us today. We hope you got something that was helpful for you. I know I definitely did. So thank you again. Yeah, thank you, Jordan. Yeah, thank you, guys. Wow. Jordan came in dropping some major wisdom, everybody. We hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as we did. Thank you, Jordan, for sharing your insightful thoughts with our listeners. What a blessing it was to have you with us today. And for everybody listening, we hope you understand that there is uniqueness to who you are. Don't let the progress of others distract you from who you have been called to be. Thanks for coming along the ride, friends. Talk to you later. Bye. This is Oledra Nozier. This is Bruna Camacho. And we're signing out for Let's Talk About It, whatever it is. If you would like to stay in contact with us, you can visit our website at www.com. Let's talk about it pod.com or send us a quick email at host at let's talk about it pod.com. We're also on all social platforms on Facebook and Instagram at the let's talk about it pod and on Twitter at the capital L T A lowercase I T pod. We'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Bye.